Hi, I'm Marie Jenkins and this is my podcast, The Secret Diary of Marie Jenkins 47+. In today's Business Startup Week episode, we interview Julie King from Julie King Photography. Enjoy. So hi everybody, I'm Marie Jenkins and this is my podcast, The Secret Diary of Marie Jenkins, 47 plus. And we have got Julie King with us today. Hiya Julie. Hi Marie. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Hope you are too. Yes, we are. And I'm just I was just admiring your lovely hairdo. Everybody's coming out of lockdown, been Go enjoy yeah. the experience yeah. of going to the hairdressers. After about six months of not being cut, then yes, last Monday <laughs> was the day. <laughs> Fantastic. So we've got a lot to cover today. So st- can you start me off by telling me who you are and what it is that you do? Okay, I'm Julie King and I'm a photographer. Um, Specialising mainly weddings, portraits um and commercial work as i also work with darren my husband of dpic so there's a mixed bag really what we do fantastic so i mean i've been fortunate because you did i visited your fantastic studio in in stoke prior in bromsgrove and you did some amazing headshots for me but can you tell me a bit more about your career in photography and what sort of things inspired you to start your own business Okay, Um, I left school at the age of 16, not having any real qualifications, only in arts. Uh, Parents wouldn't allow me to go to art college. They wanted me to go and get a job. Um, So I started, um, I was fortunate to get a youth training scheme doing photography and journalism. Um, Didn't really think I'd be doing photography, but thoroughly enjoyed the course. Um, Didn't really enjoy that much on the journalism side um writing stories wasn't really my bag but enjoyed the photography um then went on to do um college uh, night school doing photography um and then went on to work at various studios starting at the bottom working my way up um until 1993 um i was doing weddings for a, a michael street photography in bromsgrove and these weddings were at least a thousand pound each, and I was doing three a day, and obviously earning quite a lot of money for my photography. So at that point, I just thought I could do this on my own, which I did. So I started Julie King Photography back in 1993. Wow, that's uh, a real brave yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, but then I went on. Um, it was solely weddings. I didn't have a studio. I did the odd um, portrait at people's houses. Um, But then I I went to work with Darren um, at his studio back in 1998. Um, And that was solely commercial. So as you can imagine, I had done commercial photography, but really it was just flash on camera. Um, There was no real expertise what I was doing in commercial photography. So when I went to work with Darren, it was a whole different ball game to studio lighting. Um, absolutely fell in love with commercial photography, but still had my love for weddings and for portraits. So I was I got the best of both worlds of doing weddings on a Saturday and then working 
in the commercial world during the week. And obviously, if I haven't got a wedding, I'd be doing portraits as well. So, yeah. So I do love my career. <laughs> yeah, it sounds fantastic because that Darren does a lot of things around food industry and sort of that sort of products and things. And is that right? Well, yes, we we get we've done all sorts, um, but we try and focus on the things we enjoy. So yes, we do get the nuts and bolts, the catalogue for you know four thousand parts of uh, clutch kits, you name it, um, <laughs> pens, you know all sorts. Um, but we try and focus on and promote the stuff that we enjoy. So hopefully. <laughs> people will come to us for the stuff that we do enjoy um and food photography is one of them yeah um, yeah. yeah yeah and and your studio in your garden when when did you set that up we set that up um it'll be eight years ago this year um we started off um in sherwood road if anybody knows sherwood road in bromsgrove by morrison's and we started off um, at a small studio and then got bigger and bigger and bigger and obviously it got to a point where everybody in his dog was picking a camera up and saying they were a photographer um, and it, it was damaging the industry um, so we were paying an awful lot in rents, business rates um, so we made a decision or I did and he had to follow that we had to come out of the studio, out of an industrial unit with all the, the flash meeting room, you know, the kitchen, separate kitchen, um, changing rooms. And we decided to buy a house in Bromsgrove with a big garden and we converted a big double garage and obviously we extended onto the double garage and the studio space now is as big as it was in one of our big studios. So we've got the best of both worlds really. Yes, a big mortgage, but yeah, it's ours. Yeah, the, your facilities are absolutely fantastic. So you still got all of the professional setup, if you like, but you're able to work from home. Yeah, and we, we thought at the time that a lot of clients, big clients, wouldn't wouldn't come with us, wouldn't follow, obviously, working from home. It was always classed to be an amateur, but we were amazed that the clients enjoyed coming along and having lunch in the garden um and we've we've gone yeah we've got even bigger better clients now so yeah exactly people do enjoy that relaxed feeling of not being in industrial units and have the garden we have got a big garden they can go and have a wander around go after a cigarette if they want a crafty cigarette it's not that we don't encourage it obviously we don't smoke but yeah we, yeah. we, we love what we're doing. That's that's the main thing. And hopefully that does come across. Yeah, and it's, it's a real personal touch as well. And I think we're going to talk a bit more about that, about how you go way beyond just taking photography in a little while. But can you tell me, so say you're somebody who's thinking about moving in for, into photography. What do you think is the biggest opportunity for those startups? And... Think, I'm just thinking of how businesses can use professional shots like the ones you did for me. Okay. Um, somebody moving into um, photography as a profession, um, it has got a lot easier. I mean, back in the day when I started, um, 
there was myself and probably two or three other female photographers at the time. Um, but nowadays, it's a very, very, very competitive market. Um, they've just got to try and, it's not just about the qualifications, it's their experience that they've got to have. And yeah. please use your camera on manual. That's, that's my only, we've had people come here on work experience. They don't even know what depth of field is and they've got a degree in photography. So it's knowing how to use their camera manually properly. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So if I wanted to use professional shots, I'm just thinking, you know, what what's the benefits of having a professional photographer you know okay um again cameras have got so cheap so cheap um everybody's got a camera a lot of people use a mobile i'm hands up i'll use mine but not obviously i love my instagram photography and all that sort of stuff on my phone but when it comes down to business photography it's got to be done on a proper camera um and I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just about, you know, doing those professional shots, really, because you do headshots yeah. for LinkedIn and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the professional photography, you can tell it a mile off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you can it, tell it a mile off. It's, it's the composition and it's, it's getting the lighting right. It's not just point your camera and take the shots um and to me you can tell it a mile off yeah and also get in the studio and actually for a headshot yes you can we do do stuff in the garden because people won't go in the studio obviously due to covid we've done a lot in the garden headshots but in the studio you've got the lights controlling the light you've got the best of both worlds so yeah i agree i agree so you talk a lot there about like having professional photography done, but where where's your passion for photography come from? So what what do you find rewarding? Because I know you do a lot of wedding uh, photography, commercial shoots, family portraits, that type of thing. But why? What's the most fulfilling for you? My passion probably is wedding, the wedding side, the wedding photography. Uh, obviously, you build a rapport with the clients or the, the couple. You meet them a good 12 months in, two years, sometimes ahead of the wedding. Okay. And you're part of their planning. You're involved in making recommendations for other suppliers because uh, you're one of the first thing, first suppliers they come to if they want a good photographer, obviously. Yeah. Um, they come into the studio, get an engagement shot done. but And you're actually sharing their special day with them. Um, love that who doesn't love a celebration at a wedding um and then the ultimate is when they've got that album yeah and the tears start flowing that to me is priceless um yeah that is where my passion is i, I can appreciate that because it's such a special time for a couple and you want to make sure you've got some real top quality things like images yeah. to look back on so yeah. Yeah, yeah i can totally understand that but we've sort of uh, both been involved previously in international women's day 
um, and we went to yeah. a local school. So yeah. I know you've helped them. Can you tell us a bit more about how you was involved in that? Okay, I've, I've been to various schools on their career days, helping them understand what a career is in photography. Um, and again, it's an eye-opener for some of them. Some of them think it's this fantastic lifestyle that they're going to be doing this shoot. That. But then when you show them the picture of the nuts and bolts and the boring photography, yeah, <laughs> they've got a different, different slant on it then. But the last one I think we both did together was for International Women's Day or World International Day. That's right. Um, and that was explaining what our careers were like back when I started in 1980, whatever it was, um, that as I said previously, there was about three photographers I knew and I was sent out to do a job and they'd turn around to me and say, oh, where's the, where's the, when's the photographer turning up? <laughs> you know, a woman, a woman photographer, what, what, what are you doing here? You don't know anything. <laughs> and that's what you were up against back then. Even uh, a wedding, people didn't want a female photographer, so. Wow, and it's massively transformed and, yeah. and hopefully on that day when you was there for International Women's Day, you'd have inspired some other, well, boys yeah. and girls yeah. into yeah. taking up yeah. photography. Yeah. yeah, the questions they were throwing at me was amazing <laughs> and it was a real enjoyable day. And I got to do it twice, morning and afternoon, but yeah, brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I, I love all the work with schools. It's it's really uh, incredible. The, some of the things they come up with to ask you about. And I know you've got lots and lots of experience and you pr prize yourself really in your sort of top quality images. Um, and it puts you, in my opinion, because obviously I've had you as my photographer, it puts you head and shoulders above others, but how do you do that? What what makes yours stand out? I, I, I don't know. It's, it's having the patience and getting the best out of somebody and knowing, um, looking at what features they've got that will look best and it, it's it's working with them and getting their character to come out in the pictures and the enjoyment that's with it. Don't just stand there and click, click, click. You've got to get them involved and get the best out of them for, for those shots. So I agree. And and your your work carries on after you've took the photos as well. Yeah, I, I do spend an awful lot of time in Photoshop. Um, as I said to a few people, if I could charge the same as what uh, plastic surgeons would charge, then I would make an absolute fortune. <laughs> but obviously I can't. Um, but yeah, people don't just, with me, they come to me, I'm sure, because they know that it's not just click, there's your picture. I get rid of what we call laughter lines, not all of them, but I've... I've put teeth in for people. I've got rid of black eyes. I've made larger ladies look slightly thinner, but again, you wouldn't know, but they're over the moon because they can see some, you know, a bit of a difference. Um, but a lot of people don't realize I've actually done it. And I think that's the art that you don't make a size 24 look like a size eight because it's just not them. 
<laughs> you know where I'm true. coming from. Absolutely, because it's yeah. about making those real top quality images, isn't it? It's, if somebody's yeah. button was gape, you know, their shirt was gaping because they'd lost yeah. the button and things like that, you can just make them look proper quality. And, yeah. and I think, I've even had brides, sorry, I've even had brides where the dress has got lower and lower. And in Photoshop, I've actually pulled the dress up for them in certain shops. And again, they can't thank me enough. So it's, it's bits like that. Yes. That make all the difference. I've even had uh, recently um, a bride contact me after three years. She hadn't come back for her album, but she came back to me to say the reason she hadn't because her son had fallen out with the, his girlfriend, which was one of the bridesmaids. So then because we were during lockdown and I had the time to do it, I removed this bridesmaid out of about a dozen pictures. And she couldn't believe she couldn't believe what I'd done. So it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. And I think it just shows that you also listen to your customers, which is, you know, it's their special day. But it's nice that you can put your expertise and your sort of knowledge into it and produce, you know, what is such a memorable thing for people to have in those albums. So it's lovely. Now, can you recall a time when you've worked in photography that's been the most rewarding for you? Obviously, you've mentioned you love your weddings, but I know you've done a lot more. Oh, we've, well, in obviously over 30 years of photography, um, I did start when, as you say, not far out of nappies. <laughs> but one, one occasion we can recall is going to the Big Brother house. Um no. Um, it was uh, first after Christmas and we had to be there down in London or this side of London at about half past seven in the morning and went in, you had to sign all the disclaimers and we couldn't talk about anything until the show had actually finished. So we couldn't even say where we, why we'd been in there until the, the series had actually finished. Yeah. Um, but we got there at 7.30. We, he, we had to give them our mobile phones we couldn't take any snapshots but we went in there and we were in the bedroom because one of our clients um they had supplied it's called product placement and they had placed a radiator in the bedroom right so we were allowed to go in there and actually take a photograph and it was the non-celebrity one well all the celebrities and there was the non-celebrity called Chantal yes. uh, and basically um we got in there um, and we got a 15 minute slot. So we got in there and there was three workmen, one putting the carpet down, one in the bathroom, because it was an all open bathroom, if I recall. Somebody yeah. doing the tiling and somebody else painting or whatever. So there was three workmen in there. And at that point, the, the girl who was with us said, oh, a phone was ringing, oh, I've got to go. Um, and she literally went out, come back within a minute or so and says, oh, the next people have canceled. So you've got half an hour. <laughs> and then she was going to have to go. So she disappeared. So we did what we had to do. Did, did all the shots, uh, nice creative shots of this uh, radiator. And then I said to Darren, whispering, oh, sit on the bed. So he sat on the bed, <laughs> took a shot of him. Then I sat on the bed, took a shot of me. <laughs> and uh, the workmen were laughing the socks off. And they were going, yeah, go for it, go for it. So anyway, we did these shots. And we did a lovely newsletter at the end of when we could talk about it saying that we had to say no they wanted us to be the non-celebrities but <laughs> yeah we had quite a lot of fun on that shoot yeah 
yeah. <laughs> but we've, 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 we've also um, had a great time. We went down to the studios with Vax, the um, vacuum cleaners, and we did a four day shoot of behind the scenes. And again, that was tremendous. Um, we were treated like royalty, not like a supplier. They were, they were taking us out down um, Notting Hill into the cocktail bars. Ooh. But on shoot, it was it was like a proper family. That, yeah, we've done some lovely jobs. Been up uh, Canary Wharf, up onto Barclays Bank, top floor, and the helicopters have gone round. Are you looking down on them? We were doing food photography on that occasion. So we've done some fantastic jobs. Wow. That's why I love my job. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. What a, how fantastic to get a sneaky peek into Big Brother House as well. Yeah, 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 that was, it was, it was That's fun. brilliant, yeah. uh, brilliant show as well. So, to, can you talk to me a bit about how, how did you get into photography and what inspired you to improve your services as a photographer? Like, you know, what... What inspires you to improve? Okay, um, as I've said, I came out of school, not really, I wanted to do art basically, um, love painting, that sort of thing, but couldn't get a job in that. You know, you needed to go to college, art college, which my parents wouldn't allow me to do, which I said earlier. Um, my granddad always had a camera and he taught me how to use a camera anyway. So I knew how to use a camera manually before I even went on to the youth training scheme um wasn't really inspired by anyone you know yes you saw your competition uh competitors but probably my um i've been inspired by um being a member of the british institute of professional photographers which is the bipp right um, and that's we have letters after our name because we've qualified put um photographs into a panel and they've judged it that sort of thing but they're quite supportive and that's, you know, you see all the latest trends and all. So you do get inspiration from that, really. So yeah. I would okay. say and during lockdown, they've been doing fabulous webinars, uh, workshops. So that's where I get my probably inspiration from. Yeah. Yeah. So is that like a membership? organization yes, or it is it is yeah, yeah yeah it's a membership um and obviously you they don't accept anybody you have to put a panel of photographs in that they judge and they give you a licenseship or um there's different levels so okay so anybody who actually is considering being a professional photographer yeah. could look at the bipp and yeah. sort of submit images, photographies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, okay. Well, that's useful to know. <laughs> Julie, it's been fantastic to talk to you today and I'm sure that you'd have inspired some of our audience today to sort of take up photography. I wish you and Darren every success for the future. I mean, it's been an absolute joy and uh, now we're coming out of lockdown, weddings are being rebooked and uh, yeah. I, I know the third time. Yeah. <laughs> but I know you've got some great relationships with venues as well. You mentioned earlier about your sort of the first port of call, if you like, for people who yeah. are 
So you've got a great network of venues and, and other sorts of suppliers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. obviously over the 30 odd years, um, if you need a car company, if you need a cake, florist, yeah, I can point people in the directions of some lovely venues where they actually look after you, opposed to it's something like a complete conveyor belt. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and not just the photographer. Exactly. It's all that added value stuff, isn't it? That helps people out and it makes yeah. makes wedding planning more more enjoyable, I, I guess. Yeah. Knowing that you've got a photographer that knows their stuff and has got really great contacts. Julie, it's been fab. How do people reach out to you and book your services? Okay. Um, I have a website, which is Julie King Photography. Um, obviously, www.juliekingphotography.co.uk. Um, you can email me at julie at juliekingphotography.co.uk or give me a call. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn. You can find me. I'm out there. And you're more than welcome. <laughs> That's brilliant. Julie, it's been an absolute joy. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Marie. Thanks, Julie. Always a Bye. pleasure. See you. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed our episode today. And if you're interested, we have our Emotional Intelligence Workshop coming up on the 3rd of June. More information can be found on our website at www.advanceyourwellbeing.co.uk. We'd love you to join us.